0: So
1: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports radio update here. The bag of money, it's going to stay, but Carmelo Anthony has to go. The Bulls waving the veteran today. Reports indicating the Lakers will pick up Melo if he manages to clear waivers. Kyrie Irving might not be with Boston very long. According to numerous reports, it looks like if Anthony Davis goes there, that's the only way he's going to remain a Celtic. Preseason, it looked like he said he was going to stay long term and it was the destination for Irving, but now he's saying talk to him in July and he doesn't know anybody bleep, bleep, bleep. Hey, stay tuned. More on this one. The commish, David Silver, adding veteran NBA stars Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade to the all-star game rosters and festivities. NBA action tonight. Here are the lines. We're looking at Memphis and Charlotte. Hornets minus seven. 204.5 is the total. New York and Boston. Celtics minus 13 on the road. 215.5 is the over-under. OKC laying five in Miami. 219.5 the total in that game. Utah minus 11.5 taking on the Atlanta ah, ah, Hawks. Total 227 in that game, and Houston and James Harden, he'll try to keep the streak going, the Nuggets versus Houston, Denver laying four and a half, total 226, it was a brilliant run in the NFL, but after 16, 17 seasons in the NFL, Julius Peppers now retiring from the league, he sits fourth on the all-time NFL sack list with 159 and a half, and he was an all-pro an amazing nine times in his brilliant 17-year career, we're just over 48 hours away from that Super Bowl in Atlanta, let's get everybody the early lines in this one. First quarter line, if you want to bet the first quarter. Pats, a half point favorite, plus 135. Rams, plus a half point, minus 155. The first half line, New England, minus a a point. Rams, plus a point. They're over under 27.5 in the first half. The total game line right now, still New England, minus 2.5. Over under, down another half point. Unbelievable. This thing opened up at 59. The original release at 58.5 and 59s, but now we're seeing it at 56 flat. Patriots odds to win the game, minus 135 and the Rams on the money line plus 125. We got a late night in NCAA hoops action. A few nice games in the top 25. Number five, Michigan traveling to Iowa to battle the Hawkeyes. Wolverines a four and a half point favorite. Total in that game 142 and a half. Number 18 Buffalo. They head to Bowling Green and Mac action. Bulls minus eight on the road. 156 and a half is the total in that one. A huge total and two top 25s meet when Wisconsin hosts Maryland. The Badgers are five point favorites. Total in that game, 131. We had a pretty big deal going down on the ice today involving the Pittsburgh Penguins and Florida Panthers. The Penguins have traded Derek Bursard and Connor Sheary to the Panthers in exchange for Nick Bukestad and Jaron McCann. Also picks going Florida's way. Busy ice on the uh, busy night on the ice. Tonight, Toronto laying 180 in Detroit. Total in that game, six and a half. Jake Muzzin making his leaf's debut. Boston hosting Chicago. Sabres minus one sixty-five. Pretty big there. Total six flat. Florida and Nashville Panthers laying 15 cents over. Or under six. Tampa Bay minus 145 taking on the Islanders Might be a revenge spot for the Bolts who got beat down by the Islanders last time. Total in this game is six and a half. Pittsburgh, huge favorites tonight. Entertaining Ottawa Penguins minus 270. Total six and a half there. Washington and Calgary. No Ovechkin for Washington. He's got to sit out that one game suspension for missing the all-star game and festivities. So the Flames, they're minus 125 on the road over under their six. Vegas and Carolina Golden Knights minus 20. six. Uh, in that game, and Dallas hosting Minnesota. The Stars are a minus 130 favorite uh, total in that game sitting at a low total, five and a half. In golf, South African Brendan Grace was on fire today. He's taken over the lead at the Waste Management Open in the Desert. Grace shot a seven under today, and he sits at minus 11 for the tournament. Notable is Ricky Fowler. He's one under so far early today, eight under on the tournament. He's hanging around, and Bubba Watson, just two shots off the pace at minus nine, and Dustin Johnson, he went low inside Saudi Arabia today. He leads at minus 11, three strokes up on Chinese star Hoa Tong Lee, Bryson D. Shambo, who's been on fire seven strokes back, and one of the tournament's favorites in Justin Rose. He has missed the cut in this event. So, guys, stick around. It's going to be a great day today on the network. We got Steve Merrill. We got Banno, We got me. We got Gabe. We got Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got all sorts of things coming your way bets for the super bowl prop bets first half bets, second half bets 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 bets, and more bet we're gonna open up the phone lines too we're on video today so you know hopefully you guys will call in talk to us and a whole lot going down we got moretcy and me red heat and rage radio it's coming up next and we're getting you prepped for the super
2: bowl back to you yang
1: you're listening to the fantasy sports
3: radio network Game Time Decisions.
4: 34 Midtown Manhattan. The countdown to Super Bowl 53 is on. We figured, hey, it might be cold as hell uh, in Manhattan right now. There's a polar vortex uh, hitting uh, pretty much everyone on the uh, the northeast, east coast, midwest, everybody except in Rams uh country. Yeah, we've got Studio 34 for a reason here in Midtown Manhattan for for big events such as uh such as this. Our uh one of our final countdown shows before Super Bowl 53 in fact. This will be the last time we'll be here until Sunday, but uh, Cam will be uh, will be here sitting alongside us on Sunday afternoon, so spread the word. Um, we're going to be here Sunday at 3 o'clock. Sunday at uh, 3 o'clock, uh, three-hour three pregame show. Seems kind of long, but not really when you consider. Honestly, it would take me like six hours to read all the props I've got, so I got to talk fast, bam, bam, bam. We'll have some guests on. And uh, Cam's going to give us some uh, tailgate tips and uh, some cooking tips. And uh, we're going to get into that on the program. The Raging Redhead Cam Store. What's up, Cam?
1: That's funny you mentioned that, Marenzi. I just uh, last night uh, tried out a, a pork roast, put a little bit of a, a dry Cajun rub on there, sliced it up, chopped it up, made up some noodles and uh, vegetables and had myself a stir fry. Buddy, sometimes, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money to do food right. You just got to add the right spice combo. And I'll tell you, I can't wait to try those wings at the restaurant. You said they're a buck a wing. That's pretty good for New York City. I'm going to get my chicken on.
4: Yeah, do- dollar wings. And um for the record, too, Cardano says he's tapping us up as well. So whatever, whatever, we, whatever you we order will just sort of be will be put on the tab. Um, but you know, you know, he figures that a dollar a wing how much damage can be done, but he doesn't realize how much damage you can do. <laughs>
1: well, Gabe, I have been in professional competitions before, mostly held my own. I did lose to a to a professional, though, when uh, Leafs legend Joe Bowen called the action. But I was leading up to eight minutes in the wing-eating contest. It's hard to eat uh, 82 wings at 6 o'clock in the morning doing a morning show. Those were tough times, and the wings were cold.
4: Yeah, so uh, Steve Merrill's going to join us. Uh, as Cam mentioned, Steve Merrill will step up and in. Babano uh, will throw it down with us. I know Babano's got a full slate of props uh, for us, so Babano will uh, throw it down. 1-844-843-6879, 844 And uh, we'll take some of your phone calls later. But I tweeted a story out earlier. I saw the uh, the most popular tailgate food or pregame Super Bowl food state by state. And there's some whacked out, twisted people in America, Cam. We're going to run through some of the states and some of the crap that they serve people on Super Bowl Sunday. Somebody gives me a bowl of lentil soup on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm pouring it over their head and punching them in the face. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports
3: Network.
4: Let's roll Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I'm Gabriel Maranci, kicking it in Studio 34. Midtown Manhattan, countdown to the Super Bowl is on. We're going to focus in on the Super Bowl. We spent a lot of time talking NBA uh, this week, and You know, I've been tortured all week with weird little sounds, feedback, echoes, and uh, and everything else. I was looking forward to being in the studio and not having any of these problems, and uh, lo and behold, you know, every headphone—it's like uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I got like a weird buzz in my <laughs> in one of them. Have you seen
1: my headphones? One, one of them. Hang- look at this thing! I look like a clown. Like, I thing's hanging on by a wire. I tried crazy yeah, why don't glue. You, uh, it didn't fit.
4: What do you like? You got to pull you know? that little thing that's hanging off. It's kind of bothersome. You got like a little earring yeah, thing. I
1: can't, I can't hear the thing. I got. What am I? to Stick it in there? Take it off.
4: What is it doing? Oh, well, so I can hear you. That's why. That's it. No, the but headphone. there's a little piece like. That's the wire. It's the wire. Well, it's the wire. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you tape it?
1: I tried everything. It just falls off my head, like because I sweat, it gets loose. I've tried crazy glue, everything. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating.
4: Yeah, that little headset barely fits on your head. Yeah,
1: no, it's crying. Like, it's just so crazy. Like, I got it cranked. Look at it. Like, I'm squishing it. Cranking it, cranking it, cranking it. (laughs) I thought I lost weight, but then I look at my head. Oh, geez, it's very frustrating.
4: It's a good start, too. You got the helmets up and stuff. It looks pretty good, but. Still need a backdrop. We still got the wall. Uh,
1: yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm working on it one <laughs> thing at a time. What am I gonna do? Go to the store and get artwork. I'm just
4: yes, a lot of things yes. i have to go right now. Okay, well, you, you, you need know artwork? I, yeah, right, it's like well, I'm asking you to go to the Louvre in, in Paris or something.
1: Well, I don't know. We're right? go get a poster. Sure, I, it's a start. I brought down a, a cabinet or a little uh, shelf, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of
4: white space back there. That's true. And uh, the, bullet the only holes thing are that still saves there. it is your big head. Your big melon takes up like That's most of the screen. True. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it's <your>, here, <laughs> your, your big head. All right, so I saw a story earlier and uh I saw a story earlier about like state by state favorite snacks uh for the um for the Super Bowl. And uh, some of the states are a little bit uh, bizarre. Now uh now first off we'll start off with the state of Montana, Cam, in which they claim the most popular Super Bowl food is lentil soup.
1: That's BS. In Montana, I thought Come it would on. be buffalo bison. Like you know what I mean? Put a put a, put some uh, buffalo there. Buffalo meatballs or something. Like people in Montana have guns and they shoot
4: animals. Like yeah, nobody's lentil eating soup. lentil soup. Nobody's Come eating on. lentil soup anywhere. Like, who's eating lentil soup? Not me. You know, seriously, like honestly, on super Bowl- on any Sunday, who eats lentil soup to begin with? I don't
1: when, even have lentil soup when I'm sick. When's the last Chicken time you had a soup? bowl
4: of lentil soup?
1: Never. Never. You're right. It's kind of like the guy at Swiss LA Chicken. Morensi. He's like, uh, you know, uh, basically they came out with, you know, the water, that hot lemon water to clean your hands. And the guy drunk uh, drink, is drinking it. I'm like, That's to clean your hands with. That's basically what lentil soup tastes like. Moist towelettes and hot water. Boo.
4: <laughs> Boo. Lentil. Lentil soup. <laughs> Listen, I ate lentil soup when I was a kid, briefly. Because, you know, my father forced me to eat it, and, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of cash at the time. It freaking sucks, bro. Like, it's like some mushy, weird, like, I don't know, man. I haven't had lentil soup in, like, 40 years, and I don't plan on having it ever. Like, I'll never have a bowl of lentil soup before I die. Not missing much. Lentil soup on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, That's a joke. All right, so. What else you got for me? All right, we'll go state by state. Alabama. I right. think ribs. What are they going with Alabama, Super Bowl Sunday? I'm thinking ribs. They say white chicken chili. The hell is that? Who's doing this? Is this like a millennial vegan? Yeah, like white white chicken? Is? This doesn't sound like meat eaters. I've been be. to Alabama, alright? Nobody even knows the words white chicken chili. What <laughs> the hell are you talking about? White chicken chili. Like you said, who who did this? Is this like, you know, like a Facebook poll or something? What kind of like commie pinko crap is this? It's Google Trends. All right, Google Trends. So it's Google. All right, I guess the internet doesn't like. You know what, Kim? See, people tell you, I'm having big barbecue and big big ribs, and these pansies are really eating like yogurt salads and lentils and stuff.
1: I made a decision a while ago, Marenzi, I'm probably going to go down. You know, I don't really have a lot of big life expectancy on both sides of my parents' uh, tree. Uh, Yeah, sure, you can uh, live an extra five to ten years and eat things like lentil soup or whatever, but I'm not going to say I'm never going to eat a salad, but I prefer to enjoy my life, enjoy the taste buds of the world, and uh, (laughs) let the cards
4: fall where they may. The thing is, though, I know people that have eaten healthy, and they died anyway, so... Yeah, good point. Cancer doesn't care about salad. Um, Good point. hate to be cold, but...
1: Uh, Very good. It's very
4: true, though. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, True. Google. All right. So, Google Trends always a fascinating glimpse into the regional delicacies and traditions. Super Bowl guess Hawaii. All right. uh, Well, we'll go state by state. Remember, flow cam flow. We're here three hours. True. (laughs) Starting with Alabama, white chicken chili. Alaska. (laughs) Alaska. Yeah, if I'm thinking Alaska, I'd tell you like caribou. These guys are cooking up caribou. Ke- and like, Caribou yeah, kebabs. Yeah. Caribou kebabs. They sound amazing. Uh, I'll tell you something about caribou, uh, too. It is a delicious meat and lean. Leaner than chicken. Alaska would prefer- surprise you. Nachos.
1: Pretty basic. Oh, yeah. They can still get tortilla chips in Alaska.
4: This next That's one's sunny. a pile of crap as well. This uh, Arizona. You know what they say the favorite food on Super Bowl Sunday in Arizona is? Tex-Mex. Cake. That's Bullshit. Bullshit. Like, yeah, like gamble's Bullshit. eating cake on Sunday before the <laughs> yeah, season. He's drinking food? a Crown Royal and some cake. <laughs> this survey blows. I don't know where you got this from. But I told you. It's are not, Google. What are you, right on you want the from radar? From the kitchen.com. All right. Arkansas. All right. Arkansas sounds like it right, makes sense. You know, what are you saying in Arkansas? Uh, pig on a spit. Yeah, you figure right, it'd have some sort of weird pig like stuff. That, no, but Arkansas fried race chicken wings. Fried yeah, chicken, all right. That's pretty basic, but I like it best so far. California, see, I don't even believe this. Because they're telling me, and I got a tweet about this. They're telling me that Colorado, the most popular Super Bowl delicacy is freaking broccoli cheese soup. <laughs> As if. Broccoli cheese soup. Somebody tweeted me from Colorado. They said, I've never even heard of broccoli cheese soup. What the hell is broccoli? No one wants broccoli. Cheese soup the hell is cheese soup?
1: Yeah, I, I've had a cheese soup with broccoli in it before. I'm not going to say it's a the soup. worst, but I'm not going to say
4: I want it on Super Bowl. Um, California? See, I don't even believe this because I think California would be bigger pinko than this. A little light in the loafer. Uh, like, you know, some <laughs> sort of... Light? I haven't heard that one in a while. You're a little
1: light in the loafers. <laughs>
4: It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I love it too. Some oldies are goodies. They're really, oldies are goodies. No offense, said I. Don't mean that. Like, no, no, no. It reminds me of like something the champ would say. Yeah, he's a little. Hey, champ. Hey, champ. You're a little light in the loafers. I said what? You're a little light in the loafers. <laughs> champ. My cousin
1: came over from Scotland, and my buddy Marble said, "Hey, champ. Nice little lass you got there." I says,
4: "What? Nice little lass you got there?"
0: <laughs> a
4: bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Yeah, you do a good champ. <laughs> What's this Thanks, Marazzi. Excellent. Walked into a bar the other night with my wife. Someone said, "Hey, <laughs> hey, champ, <laughs> who's the girl you're with?" <laughs> 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 it's the voice, and it's great. Like it's a great, great bit. At the end, he's like, "That's why they call me the champ." There was a couple champs. Uh, I think Bringer from Q107
1: was. Uh, he was a champ. Wasn't John Gallagher, Gabe? What, you know, you
4: had him on in studio before. Was he a champ? No, I don't no. There's was like, a, there's Der- like two... Derringer was the champ. Yeah, Derringer was the original. Yeah, he was the original. Derringer champ. was one of the king champs. Yeah, there was him and there was another yeah. guy that was kind yeah. of, the, yeah, the main guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, California, baked chicken. We lost Clam Chowder. We were just going to get to him, but uh, we'll, get back, uh, we'll get Chowder back on. Uh, Connecticut. Buffalo chicken dip. The hell's that? <laughs> Delaware. Chocolate peanut butter cake.
3: What the hell are these
4: people doing? What's with the cake? Like, well, is yeah, this is a nine-year-old's sp- birthday party. What, what here's, is our, cake?
1: here's our spread. Here's our spread
4: right now. More people, people are to- doing cocaine on Super Bowl Sunday than are
1: eating cake. Excellent point. We've got pizza. We've got a deep dish pizza. We're going to have a thin dish pizza. We're going to have a meat lover's pizza. We're going to have a bowl of wings. We're going to have, like, anything, you know, garlic, cheese, breadstick. Sure, if you want to do that. Like, come on, people. It's got to be, like, I want to see an animal... It's got to be turning. We're going to be eating it. Burgers, sliders, bacon burgers. Like, what, what, cake? Who eats cake? I'm with you, Like, What is this,
4: cheesecake? Yeah, cake. Well, I don't mind a piece of cheesecake. Dessert. like cheesecake, yeah, after I eat the wings. I don't know. Like main meal. Yeah, I go to someone's uh, Super Bowl party at their house, and they're like, hey, have some uh, buffalo spinach dip. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll be like the chap said, what? <laughs> I said, what? What? What'd you say? Washington, D.C. Cracking a pipe. <laughs> Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, YouTube, iHeartRadio, whatever platform you're listening, uh, watching. We appreciate you tuning in. Countdown to Super Bowl Fifty Three. We're going to get to a bunch of props, but we're just running through the uh, the foods. And uh, just to remind you, we're going to be here with you all day Sunday. The crew starting at eight a.m. Sunday morning. Um, you know, from Blewitt and Engel and Dane Martinez and Joe Renari and uh, Iseri and and uh, pretty much pretty much everybody. Gonna be uh, throwing it down uh, throughout the day. Then me and Cam will take over it. Then Jim Day uh, will be in the house uh, earlier, and let's do we get Jim to hang out with us a little bit. And then uh, me and Cam set you up for a pregame show from uh, three until six. We'll get the party started. Some tailgate tips, uh, guests. Uh, George Kurtz uh, will be getting us caught up to date throughout the afternoon. Some Super Bowl tidbits, notes, late breaking news. And uh, all that other type of stuff. And then uh, at six o'clock, Corey Parson comes in and uh, we'll be the, um, you know, Corey will uh, sit down and, uh, and MC the festivities because you and I are going to have way more money on the game uh, than anyone else in the room. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be standing up and getting up Yay! and everything, right? Corey will be sitting down with a mic and you and I'll be r- running around. And uh, the last, last Rams game, people thought it was lucky. The Rams were losing. And I was wearing a Rams jersey, and I put the uh, Ram helmet on as well. And the Rams comeback started, so people were like, leave the helmet on. (laughs) So, I like it. I wore the Ram helmet, so I'm going to be busting out the Ram jersey again, and I got the helmet right here, so we're ready to go. I'm like Zerline. Like, I put the helmet on whenever we scored, and I went in to kick. You know what I mean? Like, whenever (laughs) they were driving, I would be like, I'm getting ready. Put the helmet on, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, we're going to be really ready to go. It's a pregame show, and uh, we're going to have like a Super Bowl party, as we stated. You're welcome to come join us if you're in the New York area. And what's real cool, we get lucky because you've been to the Versa bar here, which is normally pretty pricey, but dollar chicken wings, $5 beers, a special Super Bowl menu. But on top of that, Cam, um, the NFL Players Association is throwing a Super Bowl party. Got the email. In Versa.
1: Yeah, we'll maybe rope some people in there, Maranci. Bring them in for an interview, see what happens. They'll uh, keep it nice and loose. We'll have some chicken wings, a, a drink or two, and uh, we'll chat. Parties everywhere, man. It's going to be a great day.
4: Yeah, like last year, uh, like uh, basically like half the New York Jets uh, were here watching the Super Bowl. Uh, Sam Garnes, who was with us uh, on the programs this year. Of course, uh, former uh, Chicago Bear. Denver Bronco. Denver Bronco, uh, defensive back coach. So, yeah, it's going to be a ton of NFL ties. We don't know who, but... Basically, like current players, former players, players that are in the New York area. Essentially, it's the official. It's their, it's their own NFLPA part. It's not like open to the public, but they're basically hanging. Hey, they're doing, they're doing it in our crib essentially. So, yeah, we're just gonna roll out after a couple of Coronas, Cam. We're all like, oh, come on, man, come on, Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor's. We got, come on, LT. You know, you know, I hope Lawrence Taylor's there. You know who I heard is gonna be here? Actually, watching the game is Latrell Sprewell. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Latrell, I believe Luttrell Sprewell. Um, that'd be real cool to get him in here. Like I said, it'll be loose. Latrell, Latrell's Prewell is here a couple of times a weekend. Like, he walks by all the time, and we always miss him. He gets in the elevator and stuff, but he's a nice guy if you talk to him, but at the same point in time, he's not Johnny looking to come on here. Yeah, on the air. his thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like.
1: his thing. He just wants to be, he'll talk to you, but he's not going to go out of his way to do it. And he's living his life. I got no problem with that. That's the thing. You got to remember, Gabe, me and you are uh, making no money when we were on TV. I get people, I went, I went to the beer store the other day. Guy asked me for, can I just give me some money, some loan? Like people think like (laughs) I'm rolling in it or whatever. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm rolling in the deep. Yeah, and then I see a guy at the grocery store. Hey, he got a few bucks? Like you know what I mean? It's like you assume what? What? Because what we're doing? Radio and television? we have money? Like it's the farthest thing from that. But you know, I'm trying to trying to get a quote on a uh, a car. I just bought a vehicle, and uh, you know, it's uh, everybody's trying to shake me down. It's it's ridiculous, Moretti. I can't I can't catch a break. We got too much money on this game as well. And you're right. I just checked my accounts. I got Rams everywhere. Let's hope uh, for a happy Sunday. Because if the Patriots blow these guys out. Uh, you might not see me for a while.
4: Uh, it's going to be depressing here on Sunday night. Um, oh, they, but the, Rams, let it happen. the Rams win. It'll just be such a happier night. hey I agree. So like I said, so uh, Washington, D.C., I said uh, their favorite food that they're going to be uh, doing on Super Bowl Sunday, I believe, will be uh, Crack in a Pipe, uh, the Mary and Barry special, the Super Bowl special. But um, they got bagel pigs in a blanket. Never heard of bagel pigs in a
1: blanket. Uh, pigs in a blanket. Just just you know, basically what it is uh, sausage rolls. All right. But with
4: bagels instead of. I uh, told you Delaware's filling. chocolate peanut butter cake. That's a pile of cake. Uh, How yeah. about this Florida cake? As if, man. Come on. Was everyone eating cake? Was it Leave It to Beaver's birthday? Um, you guys are doing lines of dandruff in Florida. Georgia's Buffalo chicken dip. Hawaii football cupcakes. Idaho, salads. It's the potato state. Bullshit! Illinois, jalapeno poppers. This survey is not real. It's not true. Indiana, fried rice, as if fried rice. There's not a Chinese guy within 800 miles of the state of Indiana. (laughs) Fried rice in Indiana. Mike, there used to be fried rice in Indiana before Mike Pence uh, outlawed it. (laughs) It was too foreign. (coughs) Mike Mike Pence was concerned there was a local Chinese restaurant opening up in Bloomington, Indiana. I don't know. They're up to something down there. Too too ethnic. Yeah, you eat that fried rice, you'll turn gay. Um, Iowa, Irish stew. <laughs> now, there's a girl. There's a girl um, in Ireland who uh, I talked to on Twitter. Actually, she's like uh, she's like MMA. She's in MMA and stuff. And um, she actually saw the the poll that I tweeted out, and she said Irish stew. And she said I doubt that it's actually like good or it's like real Irish stew. So of course, then people on my Twitter from Iowa. Told her, like, to basically F off that the Irish stew is great there. And, like, she's like, no, it isn't. And <laughs> I see they they go back and forth for, like, hours. They're sending menus and, hey, look, and this is it. And so, you know, she's got a chick in Ireland. Says so she's not down uh, with uh, Irish stew in Iowa. Kansas buffalo chicken dip. What do you all this dip? What do you, who eats dip? You need something to dip the food in. Yeah, like a, like a firm chicken wing. Kentucky taco salad. My ass they're eating taco salad in Kentucky. Louisiana cupcakes, yeah, right. They're eating, like, Remember, crab cakes cat, and gumbling yeah, and jumbling. Come on. Catfish, come on. Cupcakes. Now. Maine paella. <laughs> Bull Maryland pizza. That makes sense. Yeah, pizza. No, I'll
1: take pizza right now. <laughs> all right, we, we
4: might have the lightest of the loafers of them all here. <laughs> Massachusetts, gluten-free pretzels. Come on. Blow me. <laughs> Get bent, Michigan. Now we're getting into some manly states here. Michigan, pizza. Minnesota, tacos. Yeah, they get it. It's closer yeah. to us. No, you no, know what's no, going no. on? They're trolling us here because this next one, this next one, they're just trolling the fine people in Mississippi. Mississippi granola bars.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I couldn't find a no, vegetable. No, this
1: we isn't. were there. We were there for four days. We didn't see one vegetable
4: or granola. Montana lentil soup. Nevada. So Nevada, where I lived, where you've been a million times, Las Vegas, vegan cheesy bacon spinach dip. It's a pile of crap. It
1: is. I've watched Super Bowls
4: in various casinos and sports books over the years in Las Vegas, and what they have is bad chicken wings, cold hot dogs for a dollar, and Miller High Life for a dollar.
1: <laughs> it's a buck fifty now, but you're correct. Yeah.
4: New and Mexico.
1: 50, 50 cent cold dogs for the locals.
4: Like uh, New Mexico, pea and peppercorn mash. New York, spinach dip. I'm in New York. They know spinach dip, man. Spinach dip my ass. Ohio, Buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> Oklahoma, chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Oklahoma's like the land of barbecue.
1: Yeah, Missouri. Missouri's got good barbecue. Right,
4: Pennsylvania, chicken barbecue. wings. Alabama. So- South Carolina, turkey chili. All right. Yeah. Tennessee, cake. My ass.
1: I don't know where this cake's coming from. I really don't like this uh, way the trends are going. Vermont, lasagna. Yeah, no, good for Vermont. At least they got something in there. I, mean, I could really go for a good meat lasagna. Well, like the compared state, to state of Washington,
4: crap. cake. Yeah, what? Space cake. Dude, dude whoever... Like, whoever Wrote this and did this should be punched in the face. But you know what? This goes to show, actually, that the Super Bowl doesn't have an impact. This is what people. So this is just what wackos are eating in these places. Bunch of people like chocolate peanut butter cake, evidently, in Delaware. I really don't know what this poll proved. Proves that their taste buds suck. There's no way in hell people in Mississippi are eating granola bars. They can't, they, they'd have never heard of granola in Mississippi. We went to
1: Mississippi, me and Gabe, and when we were there, basically we walked in. We walked in on the whole compound there. There was, all there was was cooking, uh, cooking ovens, pig on a spit, another one on a spit, down the way, buckets of booze, cheap beers, spirits, Gabe other things, like there was nothing, there was not I, you said it, I don't think there was a, a granola product in the state, let alone but there was a lot of things on Spitz there was a lot of barbecuing going on I can tell you that, it was delicious too
4: Our main man Stooch says, a shout out to the Desert Fox for making his final appearance, my favorite Johnny Miller quote, if Phil couldn't ship he'd be selling cars in San Diego
1: <laughs> Very true Phil could sell ice to Eskimos He's pretty slick <laughs> Pretty slick.
4: So, what's going on over that waste management right now?
1: Uh, good point, Marantz. Yeah, uh, who do we got going on here? Yeah, big leaderboard. Uh, Martin, uh, what is it? Brendan Grace went low. Brendan Grace went low. He's 11 under right now, but uh, your boy Ricky Fowler's only two shots off the pace, minus nine. Uh, ben On, who I have in my six pack, T6, eight under. Uh, And I hate to say it, Bubba Watson's hovering around. Bubba Watson, he is two shots back at nine under. And Justin Thomas just birdie, one off the pace. Brendan Grace leading, Justin Thomas second. Your boy, Ricky Fowler,
4: in the three hole. All right, we'll take a quick break. Steve Merrill will join us on the other side. Lucky Steve Merrill will uh, talk. Super Bowl 53, we'll see what props he likes. Babano, stepping up and in at a 5 o'clock hour. You can too, 844-843-6879. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeart kicking it on YouTube uh, today, don't forget we'll be with you on Super Bowl Sunday. We're getting caught up to date as far as the waste management uh, is concerned. Uh, But if you like to play uh, DFS golf or you're betting on it, get a 50% uh, uh, deal right now. Get 50% off at DailyRoto.com Elite uh, Monthly Membership if you sign up before Super Bowl 53's kickoff. All right, uh, so the Elite Package features access to the premium uh, fantasy content for all the sports, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, Golf, NHL. Premium lineup optimizers for FanDuel and DraftKings. Now added Yahoo as well. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, golf. Access to the betting tools, player props, and more. Customizable fantasy projections. Rankings for FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh? Professional commentary via premium podcasts. Written fantasy content. uh, Slate breakdowns. FanDuel, DraftKings, ownership projections. DFS strategy guides, research tools, and lineup alerts. Just enter promo code SB53, get a 50% uh, deal and uh, rebate off a a DailyRoto.com elite monthly membership and cash in on your prop ATS, total wagers on a big game. That's promo code SB53, SB53, SB53. Let's bring in uh, Lucky Steve. Oh, Lucky Steve. Lucky Steve Merrill. Well, uh, Steve might uh, operate a Chinese restaurant in the Virginia, in the state of Virginia, but uh, I don't know if he's eating Chinese Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we're talking delicacies here, Steve. So, what, what's the Merrill? What's the Merrill household going to be eating on Super Bowl Sunday?
5: Yeah, definitely have not eaten my own cooking on Super Bowl Sunday. I guess. Um, don't think I've ever had Chinese food, but yeah, usually I, I kind of feel like you have to have. Appetizer type food, you know? I don't think I've ever had a sit down dinner either. <laughs> Any, like, really. Some yeah, someone food. said lasagna. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, really? yeah,
4: lasagna. I'm like, yeah, really? Lasagna's kind of weird. It's like eating like a turkey dinner. You'd fall asleep and stuff after.
5: Yeah, so you have a lot of turkey on Thanksgiving NFL games. That would seem appropriate. But yeah, that would make me feel like I'm in a November time machine if that was to happen.
4: Yeah, the state of Virginia, evidently, the uh, the trending, this is according to Google Trends. I think that me and Cam both agree that this poll sucks. But uh, the state of Virginia, Buffalo chicken dip. Now, you're a lifelong Virginian. You ever heard of Buffalo chicken yeah. dip?
5: It's it's actually one of my favorites. No, it's all serious. Wow. Maybe this
4: poll is right, yep, Actually, what a...
5: It probably is. Um, when I was saying chips and dip, that's actually what I was envisioning. I guess I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking that. Yeah, I love some buffalo chicken dip. Very, very good. I've never had buffalo chicken. Dip. Buffalo sauce with like a chicken and you know like a cream cheese kind of all mixed together. Yeah, that's it's nice. Yeah, but it. the it's problem is with this pool
1: we're, pool we're doing, Steve, it just had the dips. You got You have to have the chips or the toast or the other things to, to go with the dip. You're not going to dip your hand dip in. your paws in there and go wild, right? Come on. Correct, but I do occasionally
5: take a spoon to it because I like. It that much, yeah. Wow, like maybe, maybe the poll
4: is right after them. Maybe the poll yeah, is right after
5: the Virginia him. thing, though. But yeah, you know, it's funny. All the parties I go to around here, they do seem to have it, so I'm not sure how that became a Virginia thing.
4: You guys got cake too. Is there cake?
5: There's usually cake, yeah. There's usually cake everywhere. I'm not cake. a huge cake person, um. <laughs> I like the pie a little bit better. I like like a moist cake, but um, yeah, I'm not a huge dessert guy. I actually would rather have a couple servings of like substantial buffalo chicken dip. And what I like about that is there is chicken and it's actually kind of a meal. You start eating a lot of that salsa or, you know, avocado or spinach dip. And after about an hour or two, you feel like you've just eaten junk.
4: It's like Cam. Cam enjoys food. But Cam, you're not really the biggest cake and, and sort of dessert guy, are you? No, I'm
1: not a dessert man,
4: Maranti. I, I usually get my filling with the ma- main meal,
1: but I will say this: a nice slab of cheesecake. I'm with you on that one. Yep. Nice, nice cheesecake. Little sliver, it goes down perfectly. But uh, you know me, I'm a main, uh, I'm a main course guy. Can't wait to plow the wings with you, Gabe. And well, New York too. New want- York's known for the cheesecake, right? New yeah. New York cheesecake. Yeah, some- yeah, I got a New York cheesecake in the freezer. You told me I wasn't eating very well. I still went out. I couldn't.
4: I couldn't stop. Yeah, but it's not a real New York cheesecake because the box says New York cheesecake in the freezer. I- You'll be in New York?
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying,
4: I got a deal on it. It was called New York cheesecake, so can't be that bad. Put any state name on anything. We, we can't be that bad. <laughs> the box must be true.
5: You know, guys, I love I love wings. I love cheesecake, but they might be the most too inflatedly priced foods over the last five or ten years. I think like wings nowadays are going for like a dollar a piece at the restaurant. It's just absurd. Yeah, wings. Yeah, wings know, and che- cheesecake. Can get a bit pricey. Yeah, wings. Cheesecake, a good cheesecake would be oh, like 20,
4: yeah. 25 bucks sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not spending 25 bucks on a cake. I've never spent 25 bucks on a cake before. I will get a it's slice for like 6, 7 bucks sometimes, yeah, you know. Treat yourself. Yeah, no, you know what? I got uh, I've I've had the cheesecake uh, the last couple of times I've been out to the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands actually. Delicious? Yeah, a little dessert. Uh, no, not delicious. Not bad. Okay. It's like George Bush's memoirs. What you good? Meeting
5: from a sports book cheesecake.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Meeting Cheesecake from the Meadowlands racetrack, you know?
5: <laughs> it's like a Meadowlands cheesecake. I mean, it's not New York, it's New Jersey. So right there, you're at a disadvantage.
4: <laughs> All right, Steve us <laughs> Yeah, you know, they said Steve, in Mississippi. They're supposedly eating granola bars. Like as if
1: that's a lie.
5: Yeah, I don't buy that for a second. I don't yeah. think there's ever. I don't think granola has ever stepped foot in the state of Mississippi. It's illegal. It's illegal there.
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> Damn
4: hippies. Yeah, exactly. Pink commie, Hillary voters you and your
5: granola. I mean, some of those dry counties that you and Cam got stuck in have it, but otherwise. No, no,
4: they don't have that. They got moonshine no, in those places, not. yeah. <laughs> we were in <laughs> Hazard Laker County. dry counties and the other counties, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know what? And it's no joke. And our buddy actually died there, too, Cam. It's not even he funny, did. but Steve, so there's this little dry county, except the counties aren't that big, bro. So when we say it's a dry county, you just got to drive like three miles, right? Like yep. a dirt roads and whatever. And then there's like a strip club, like at the county line, and there's a liquor store, and it's just like a drunken waste fest, bro. You know what I mean? So, like, you you sort of congested all these drunk drivers into one spot, like leaving, and they like it because they arrest everybody on the way out. And uh, yeah, there's accidents, and yeah, it's, it's stupid. but uh, But, anyways, all right, Steve, Super Bowl 53. What do, you, where, what do you think that's going to happen to the line with the total? Do you think it'll go to 57 back up or it'll just stay at 56 and a half or it'll go come down?
5: Yeah, the only thing I don't quite understand, guys, is if you're a sharp bet in the under, which I think is what's happened, because I don't think much much of the public has played the under back on Monday when this line dropped. You know, why wouldn't you wait until the weekend? Because you would assume the public usually plays overs. Both of these are high profile offenses. You would assume it's probably going to go up higher. I guess 57 is somewhat of a key number, Thirty twenty seven. And, you know, 58 isn't. So I guess they wanted to just lock in a decent number. But I do think that was sharp money on the under. We see this every year, though. And the Sharps do not often win these unders in Super Bowls. As you guys know, Super Bowls, NCAA championship games, they always tend to be a bit higher scoring than the numbers would say. The big news, of course, is the point spread. Uh, the media has been all over this the last few days about that's the most lopsided action ever. Yeah. They do mention that three is a key number, but they still fail to mention that you'd be a total idiot if you played the Rams at plus two and a half. So nobody has played the Rams yet. So I I think we'll definitely see some threes. The question is, you know, do they put a three up there, and how much floods in on the Rams at that point? Because obviously, all the big money is coming on the Patriot trail because the big money is sharp money, and they're going to take a two and a half. They're not going to take, and they're going to wait for a three if they like the Rams.
4: All right. Well, so what is the Rams? Let's just say, screw it. You got to buy. It. And I'll be honest with you, here in New York, guys, it went to two today. It felt to two went yeah, down. It's crazy, wow. isn't it? I know. Yeah. And, and if you so figure there'd be East Coast bias, or is it? Do people hate the Patriots in Jersey and New York that much? I don't think so. And it's weird. Like, you would figure all the giant, the New York giant points. I mean, the damn sports book's in a giant parking lot, for the love of God. You know, at MetLife Stadium. Giant games, they were bigger dogs there. It's like locals were picking on them and knew they sucked. And it's kind of strange here. So what do you make of that, Steve? That the number on the West Coast, where in Ram country... Two and a half, and they're flirting with threes, yet on the East Coast, they dropped from two and a half to two today. Yeah,
5: I don't understand why the line would drop anywhere, because if you like the Rams... Yeah, it's an even
4: bet now, two and a half, they're getting good action, exactly. Right
5: why would anybody though take the Rams two days before the game plus two and a half? Like, yeah, maybe the line goes down to two, but it might go to three and there's a 10% chance the Rams lose by exactly three points. There's an 18% chance. One of these teams win by three. That's how critical that number is. Almost one out of every five NFL games is decided by three points. The favorite wins about 10% of the time by three points. So, I mean, I understand that the the general public doesn't look at things like I do, you know, as a professional but still, it just—it's really surprising me that it would drop anywhere, especially since this action has been so lopsided. Um, I'm looking at the offshore lines. There's still some sharp books that have two and a half minus money on New England. There's other spots that are more two and a half flat now. But the most public book in the world is been three since the get go. So I still feel like the public is going to be on New England a little bit. Um, But I'll tell you what. There's a huge liability for the sportsbooks out there if they move to three and they start getting Ram money, which they will. um, They're going to get cited on this game. They're going to lose all those New England bets and push the Ram bets. But then again, do you really want to take the take the risk of having nothing but New England bets come Sunday evening if you don't end up getting that Ram money at two and a half?
4: I'm looking right now. If you're forced to buy that point or the half a point, excuse me, from two and a half to three, it's minus one thirty eight to minus one forty in that range. Pretty pricey. Yeah, like, sure they're really making eat. you pay yep. because, like you guys said, Steve and Cam, the Rams are plus two and a half, but minus 114, two and a half. They ain't just doing minus 110, two and a half. It's kind of slanted. Try to read between the lines, Merrill. To me, it comes back to the odds makers seem like the Rams in this game, dude. Yes, yes, yes.
5: Yeah, and when I'm reading these articles the other day about how it's the most lopsided action ever and how the sportsbooks have all this jeopardy, I'm thinking, well, you know. And why didn't they really make it free?
4: Because, yeah, they're exactly. like, no, 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 we're not exactly. doing exactly. that because right. we know the Rams are going to win.
5: And keep in mind, Gabe, they opened it pick them to minus one in most spots. So yeah. that's what they felt the that's line. That's what I said, be. Steve, right and away. And then, I said they say right. their that Rams that was are better. With New England bias factored in it. And that was probably what New England bias factored in. They very well probably thought the Rams should be minus one when they opened it pick
1: them. You're exactly, we're on the same page here. We damn right we are. And another thing, Marantz, you so you talk about it. When Steve mentioned all those big bets at the MGM, all those big uh, six-figure bets, all New England. We talk about the money. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. you've seen how those public, publicly backed dogs in college basketball, like the 85s and ups, they get slaughtered. This is like right Las now, Vegas the Golden Knights, Cam. All the money's on New England, man. It's
4: like, I'm on the Rams. It's like the Golden Knights all over again. Oh, we're going to get killed if the Knights win. And then secretly they're saying, come and bet them. We know they're going to lose. Yeah, and, we took the Capitals. And he, it's, it's true, guys. Think about this. Every article, all week, you know, Vegas Insider covers, to you know, every, every place. You're right, Steve. Every odds maker crying, "Well, oh, there's 82% action, and oh, they can't bid. No one's betting on the Rams. So, yeah, how come you guys didn't move it to three or four points then?
5: <laughs> like, how come you don't move yeah, it? That's what I keep thinking, Gabe. Yeah, yeah how come that's you that's don't that's move that's it? If you got 82%, why
4: don't you move it?
5: And not only that, Gabe, but why didn't you move it instantly and not have that liability? And why not just sit it on three all week and just move the money line on three? Because they want to take a side. They're talking about they, don't, you know, they want balanced action. They don't want any liability. If that was the case, you just set it at three. Yeah. And then you make them plus 110, minus 130, plus 105, minus 125. You just move the money line on the key number, and then you have no jeopardy. You just push if it lands on three.
4: Well, there, there, there it is right there. You guys... Well, the public can talk about Tommy Boy and everything, Cam. I'm telling you, you and I said the same thing. I said this immediately, too. I brought it up. I said, you know, guys, it's all the Patriots. Because you know why? Because Brady came back on the Sunday night. It was the late game. It was on TV. Boom. By Monday morning, people already made him the greatest and gave him, they gave him the trophy and it's over and, and all that type of stuff. But I said the same thing, Steve. The odds makers made this Rams minus one. And they knew the Patriot love would come in. They still made it minus one, which means their computer thinks the Rams win this game by one point.
5: Yeah. And here's the other thing, guys, too. Keep in mind, the Rams looked really bad in that first half against New Orleans. A lot of that was the crowd noise, and they still overcame that in a hostile environment. Um, This reminds me of Clemson, Alabama. The X factor for me is the young quarterback. Just like Trevor Lawrence, it's golf. If golf
4: plays like Trevor Lawrence, they win. All right, Steve, hang in here. We just have a little mini, like, three-minute segment on the other side of this break. Uh, So in three minutes, get a prop or two ready for us. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Networks.
2: and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fancy source, 24 hours a day.
4: A minutes here, so let's get down to business. Uh, Steve, your thoughts? As uh, you stated, you know, golf is a big X factor here. Uh, but uh, looking uh, looking in at the props, what, uh, what are a couple of props you like in this game?
5: One thing that jumps out to me is the fact the Patriots have scored a total of three points in their other eight Super Bowls in the first quarter without ever scoring a touchdown. It's really remarkable when you consider they've won five of those games, they've yet to ever score a touchdown. And oh, yeah, you got the know, opposite guys know one of my favorite props each and every year. <laughs> Each and every year is the, you know, first quarter, uh, first half is lower scoring than the second half yes, and it's just worked like magic with the Patriots. Um seems a little obvious here though, but then you look at the quarter lines, ten and a half to the under for the first quarter, seventeen for the second quarter is how they have it set right now.
4: Like agree are going with that. You know what? It's uh fifteen of the last twenty Super Bowl scams, more points scored in the second half uh than the first at with Brady too. I wish I would have crunched the numbers, but pretty much every one of them has been more scoring in the second half in the first except for uh It's strange. One of the giant ones, they had the exact same amount of points in the first and the second half. It's kind of bizarre. It's almost impossible to do, (laughs) but so that's one you're looking at, right, Steve? So we're gonna we're out of here in like one minute or so. Any any other prop catch your eye?
5: You know, a prop I use a lot of times as well, I think it makes sense again this year, is three straight scores by one team. Um, it's around minus 210. That might seem like a huge price, but it happens over 70% of the time in the Super Bowl and in NFL games in general. Um, I think, you know, it'll be a fairly high-scoring game, obviously with a total of fifty six and a half. So um, that's one that doesn't make a lot of sense to the general public, but the Sharps usually cash with.
4: Steve Merrill, com, one of the covers experts. All right, Steve, so before we get you out of your college basketball, NBA... Uh, tonight. Freak, we'll talk about the Raptors, Cam. They screw me again, bro. Like, my accounts. Like, done, I'm sick I'm of done this with guy. Yeah, league. me too. Like. It was a
1: $600 parlay with all those hockey dogs. Enough is enough. The hometown team is screwing me. Done.
4: Yeah, no, It's yeah, I'm really just and, uh, fed up. I'm putting too. my foot down. I'm putting my foot down. Hey, trust them in big games. But, uh, it looks like it's Ivy League time. I, the Ivy Leaguers are back, Steve. <laughs> Friday. <laughs>
5: Well, you got a big game with your Michigan team tonight. Yeah, minus five well, in Iowa season. now, up to five. Yeah, I love the fact they sprinkle in a couple of these big 10 games now on Friday nights. What well, do you like uh, in Michigan a really game? good team. Well, I'll tell you what, Michigan's, I think, an underrated team in general this year. Uh, Iowa, though, might get them tonight. They shoot the ball really well from
4: three. If Iowa hits their feet, I think they can pull the upset. Right, Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com, Covered Experts. Enjoy the Super Bowl.
5: Thanks, guys. Steve Merrill Steve. with
4: us. Babano coming up
0: after the next update. What's happening,
1: guys? I'm Cam Stewart with your update now. Super Bowl fever, we got it. Quarter line, Patriots minus a half point uh, right there. The Rams plus a half point. You gotta lay 55 cents. If you like the Rams, a push, you'll get the win there. Total ten and a half in the first quarter. First half, New England minus a half point. Rams plus a half point. Over, under for the first half. Set at 27 and a half. Game line two and a half, as Gabe mentioned, into two in some spots at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And the total's the real thing that's moving right now. This baby opened up at 50 58.5 and and 59 when the game opened up originally. Rams minus 159, now down to 56. Patriots, if you're like them on the money line to win the game, minus 135. Rams plus 125. And Gabe, we talked about, Steve, early figures there. The MGM in Vegas, so far, those nine five figure bets, two six figure bets, 92% of the money so far with these big bets from the public on the Patriots at the MGM. And according to Will Hill, 82% 82% of the money on the Patriots and so far there. So we're going to be on Vegas' side for this one, and hopefully the Rams get the win. Super Bowl MVP odds. We talked about Tom Brady. He's favored. Even money. Jared Goff second in line at 2-1 to one right there. Good news, Marenzi. Brooklyn Nets guard. This just announced now breaking news. D'Angelo Russell has been selected to replace Indiana's injured star, Victor Oladipo, at the upcoming NBA All-Star game. The 22-year-old having a career high. Great season. 19.5 points. assists on the season. He's been a huge part of that Nets turnaround. The bag of money, it stays in Chicago, but Carmelo Anthony, he gone. The Bulls waived the veteran today. Reports indicating that the LA Lakers might pick up Melo if he clears the waivers. Kyrie Irving might not be with Boston very long, but at the start of the year, he said, yeah, you know, we're going to stick around with the Celtics, and now it's anybody's guess. It looks like the only way he'll stay is landing Anthony Davis, but uh, we know about the stipulation and the contracts there. It doesn't look like it's going to Happen. Preseason, Kyrie Irving said he was going to stay long term. Now he says, Talk to me in July, and I don't any owe anybody SH. Bleep, 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 bleep. Stay tuned to this one. It looks like this guy might not be a Celtic for long, and the Knicks, they want in the AD mix as well. Commissioner David Silver adding two veteran All Stars to the mix. Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade are on the All Star game rosters. NBA action tonight Memphis and Charlotte Hornets minus seven, two, oh, four and a half. New York and Boston. Boston, a 13 point road favorite there, 250 and a half is the over under oklahoma city laying five in miami 219 and a half the total utah minus 11 and a half hosting the atlanta ah, ah, hawks 227 houston james harden he's on fire will he have another 30 plus point night as long as he goes under we bet him a couple times and one the nuggets laying four and a half total 226 there a brilliant run of 17 years NFL star Julius Peppers calling it a career. He sits fourth on the NFL all-time sack list with an impressive 159.5 sacks. He was an all-pro an amazing nine times in his 17-year brilliant career. Light night in NBA hoops, but we have a few nice games in the top 25. As Steve Merrill mentioned, number five Michigan gave your Wolverines traveling to Iowa. Wolverines laying five Total, 142 and a half. Number 18, Buffalo. They battle Bowling Green on the road. Bulls minus eight, 156 and a half. Big total, lots of offense. And two top 25 teams beating when Wisconsin hosts the Maryland Terrapins. Badgers minus five. Total in that one, 131. A deal going down in the NHL between Pittsburgh and Florida. The Pens have traded Derek Broussard and Connor Sheary to the Panthers. In exchange, the Penguins get back. Nick Bukestad, a very talented player but often hurt. And Jared McCann. Busy night on the ice tonight. Toronto and Detroit. Minus 180. Jake Muzzin to make his Leafs debut. Buffalo and Chicago. Sabres. Minus 165. Total six flat. Florida and Nashville Panthers, that one is a pick 'em under six. Tampa Bay looking for revenge against the Islanders, minus 145. Total six and a half. And Pittsburgh, huge favorites. They play the Ottawa Senators tonight, minus 270. Total six and a half. Washington, Noah Vetchkin and hosting Calgary Flames are a minus 125 road fave. Total six. Vegas and Carolina, they're a pick 'em. And Dallas hosting Minnesota, the Stars Minus 135. In golf, South African Brendan Grace went low today at the waste management uh, tournament in the desert. The wasted management tournament. Get wasted! Grace shot a 7 under today. He sits at minus 11 for the tournament. Hey, what do we got right here? A good leaderboard. Ricky Fowler, just a couple shots off the pace. Justin Thomas, one shot back. Fantastic stuff. Bubba Watson, he's hanging around too. And Justin Johnson, he went very low today, earlier in Saudi Arabia. He leads at minus 11 after two rounds of play. Three strokes up on Hoatong Lee of China. Bryson DeChambeau, last week's winner on the European Tour, is seven shots back. And Justin Rose, one of the tournament co-favorites, along with DeChambeau, he missed the cut. I'm Cam Stewart. That is your sports updates keep it locked here we're gonna have our good friend ian cameron babano come on to talk a little bit about the super bowl some super bowl props we'll try to win you some money busy night in the national hockey league nba and ncaa hoops as well back to you yang and gabe more red heat and rage radio coming up
3: you're listening to the fantasy sports radio network game time decisions
4: Game time decisions continues. Level two. The Super Bowl countdown continues. We're throwing it down live here. Studio 34. 34. Street right across the street from Madison Square Garden. We're all hell broke loose yesterday. In fact, the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics taking on the the Knicks tonight at MSG. You know what? I I haven't been to a Ranger game uh, yet. And Rangers are playing the Tampa Bay Lightning tomorrow. I don't know if the lightning players or whoever, some of the the, the, some of the uh, employers or whatever. Because earlier in the day, I saw some lightning gear. And it wasn't like fan types. I know They look like lightning sort of equipment guys or whatever. They're getting out of a taxi. I saw them coming to the hotel it's tomorrow night. But we're going to be over to FanDuel Sportsbook tomorrow night. Getting all the Super Bowl action in. And I don't know if they're going to have. And uh, when I say I don't know, they won't. <laughs> but maybe online we can find this. Uh, don't forget, it's the Puppy Bowl as well, guys. Team Ruff lays seven and a half points against uh, Team Fluff. So uh, Ruff laying seven and a half points. And I got to tell you, I don't know if the right team's favorite here. Team Ruff, yeah, the last two years they've been beaten down, 93 to 38 in the last two Puppy Bowls. Now they're laying seven and a half points. I don't know. Seems, Seems like a lot of points. Sure does, man. Team Fluff
1: has always been a great dog, great pooches there. So I think we're gonna have to get it done. We're gonna go. Gabe, kind of like the roulette wheel. Why change if uh, Team Fluff has been good to us? Maybe we'll take them to cover and on the money line. Give us Team Fluff.
4: You know what uh, Team Fluff's quarterback's name is? Foles. <laughs> no. was it really Foles? Yeah, <laughs> little Foles. That's great, that's amazing. Foles. <laughs> Puppy Fools. That's yeah. This for the right. The puppy bowl, though, it's already—it's not live. It's already been taped. That's the thing. So, it's kind of shady here. You know what I mean? You're betting on something that's been—it's been already taped. And when I say it's kind of shady, you're also betting on uh, on a bunch of puppies with a stuffed football. They're sort of running up and down a football field, playing with each other. That don't realize they're in a the puppy bowl. Let's bring in Babano right now. It's nice of Babano to join us. at least—if you have a dinner to go to, Babano, how you what's up?
6: How, how the heck do you handicap the Puppy Bowl? I mean, what do you what do you figure out? You take out? the dog. You I take just... the dog. The real dog. I mean, underdogs. It's, what do you do? Bet bet against the team, but it doesn't give the dog their Purina dog chow before the game. You bet underdogs against a team that doesn't win. have their dog go for a leak before the game. Go for a walk Earp before a the mouth? game. I'm looking for it's
4: youth. I'm looking for youth. Yeah. I figure the puppies. Fluff. The puppies. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little more. Fluff's been good, Gabe. As the underdogs, they went outright too in these games. Big wins. Yeah, you know what? I think the wrong the wrong group of mutts is favored. Give me Team Fluff plus seven and a half. And the over. Quick break, we'll be right back. Ian
3: Cameron. Babano, Super Bowl 53 props. Let's roll.
4: Alright, well, we've got you covered, man. Team Fluff, Puppy Bowl plus seven and a half. I've outscored Team Rough, 9338 the last two years. So uh, for those so of you laying chunk. it down, laying it down on uh, the puppy bowl, take team fluff. Fluffy. Fluffy. All right. Um, we could use some fluffer studio here, but that's another yeah. story. <laughs> Love the word. Fluffers. <laughs> we could use some fluffers in studio.
1: We could use a lot of things. Yes, Marazzi. Fluffers included.
4: <laughs> yeah. Fluffers. yeah. Some fluffers. <laughs> what fluffers? Babano. Uh, All right, Babano. Babano's here. Let's jump in, yeah. uh, Babano. So, Super Bowl. Super Bowl 53. Um, I spoke to you earlier in the week, and it sounds like you were starting to buy in on the West Coast Los Angeles Rams.
6: Yeah, we're buying in. Uh, for Maybe I'm stubborn. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I just, uh, you know, just assist on pounding my head against the wall, trying to go against uh, the England Patriots like I did with Kansas City. Obviously, that didn't end up working out too well. But we're going to go back to the well here. Uh, the L.A. Rams open one-point favorites. Uh, New England now two and a half in this game. Uh, And again, the odds makers made the Rams the favorite in this game. This was public money that has driven New England to the point that they're laying two and a half now. And I think that's opened up value on the Rams in a game that I think they have the capability of winning. The way I see it, the pass rush for the Rams is going to be much more detrimental to Tom Brady than Kansas City's was. They didn't get a sniff of uh, uh, Tom Brady. Didn't even get close to him Uh, from a pass rushing standpoint. I think it's going to be a different animal here uh, against Aaron Donald, and Dominick, scheme game he's played this season against the New Orleans Saints, I think they're going to do a little bit better at disrupting uh, that New England offense, give Brady uh, less time to throw the football. And on the flip side, you've got the L.A. Rams and a coach in Sean McVay that I think is one of the most brightest most intelligent coaches in the game right now i trust him to have a good game plan uh, Have this team very well prepared even though this is his first go around in the super bowl as a head coach i don't worry about that stuff and i look at the last couple super bowls philadelphia and atlanta for the new england patriots uh, they've not been ready to go right off out out of the gate they struggled out of the gate against atlanta Uh, atlanta just dominated them in the first half of that game same thing last year I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles had every play that they ran seemed like they ran it successfully against New England. Now, part of that was maybe Matt Patricia defensively wasn't well prepared, and he's no longer on the coaching staff now with New England. But, you know, you're seeing Philly run Philly specials with Nick Foles, uh, just some going for it on fourth down, catching the Patriots off guard, stuff that you don't usually see. And all this talk about, oh, Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. He's been here. He's done that. He knows what he's doing. Does he know what he's doing the last couple? I mean, they're that close. Uh, An Atlanta collapse away from 0-2 in the Super Bowl these last two years, the New England Patriots. So I think the L.A. Rams, if I grade the personnel on these teams, guys, I look at it where the L.A. Rams, I'd probably draft the L.A. Ram player on my team position for position more than I'd draft the New England player. I understand it's Brady, I understand it's Belichick, that's a great head coach quarterback duo, but position for position, talent-wise, I think I'd want more Rams players than Patriots players uh, on my team if I was drafting from these two football teams. So, I think the Rams can get it done here. You get a little more value now that the public is all over New England. What did you do for me lately? The Patriots beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or in the in overtime in the AFC Championship game to get here in thrilling fashion. People remember that. They've driven this number up. Uh, I'm going to look to the LA Rams.
4: Ian Cameron, rightwager.com, nice. uh, with us. I like where you're going with that. Uh, like Bobano's Babano. hairline, very nice today, Marazzi. The guy's got a perfect lid. Ever notice that this guy? He should be in it's like, like, like uh, Carrie Fraser.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Carrie Fraser, great hair.
4: Great hair, though. You got you got a nice little uh, you got a nice little bit, bit of hair on top of your head, still, Cam.
1: Yeah, not the same uh, as Babano, though. And he's got that Chinese kind of screen. It'd be nice if there was like a naked female in a silhouette there. While Babano, get, Can we hits. get a shot
4: of Babano? Can you talk, yeah, Babano? Like the, get a shot like of you China, Babano. Um. Let me see the Chinese wall there. Babano. See, yeah, yeah, you got the hair, like but those
1: silhouettes, you know. Babano, I was just, uh, exactly, yeah. Silhouettes That's dancing.
4: Babano's going to be the type of old dude, though. He's going to be like at a tavern, going to a Thai cat game with his old buddies. Yeah. And he'll have like the grease back hair, but like the string still. Like he won't go bald, but it. like, it'll be like, yeah. you know what I mean? The back Long string.
6: Yeah. yeah good I could see him having this hairstyle. That's the thing. This hairstyle is probably gonna come go with me for the next sixty years. So that's the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Great oh, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you'll if you haven't started to go bald yet, usually it kicks in if it's early baldness at uh, in the thirty range. And Cam same with you. It doesn't look like you'll be going bald. Yeah, that's what my barber says. He goes, Cam, uh, you know, you're a
1: little bit big, but uh, one thing, you're never going to go bald. Maranci, right? i got other problems, but hair's you're not little, one of them. Lots little, of hair.
4: A little big. All right, so um, <laughs> people know that you and I are going big on the Rams. Uh, yeah, sure are. Big on the Rams. So here Rams. it is. Jesse uh, tweets, the consortium law firm of uh, Maranci and Stewart just laid it down on the Rams. And uh, another one, that people are thinking it's you and I that did this. Uh, per Nick Bodanovich over at uh, Will Hill. Uh, this is in Vegas. Will Hill. Somebody just walked in about half an hour ago to Will Hill in Las Vegas. They put 1.5 million dollars on the L.A. Rams to win the game outright. No points. Yeah. Money line. Nice. 1.5 million on the Rams. It pays back 1.8 million. Total payout 3.3 million dollars. If the Rams win the game.
6: That's what you call a Billy Joel big shot yet to open up the wallet and put down $1 million on the LA Rams. So good for him. That's ballsy.
4: That's some serious cash. It sure is. To get to three points. He's got 3.3 mil on the game now. And, uh, you know, the number just doesn't change. Like we, we talked, we've been talking about it. We talked about it earlier that, you know, the public are all on the Patriots, but pro gamblers, and, you know, guys, the guys that are walking in and bet, you know, the real big guys that are betting and rich guys and stuff, poker players, I mean, there's probably a poker player that did this. They're on the Rams, man. I, I hate to say it's the square sharp deal, but it sort of is here, Babano.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I say, that was all public money that moved this number. OK, the L.A. Rams were favored. The Sunday night opener, the night of the conference championship games, L.A. was minus one. This number being where it is now, New England minus two and a half. It's all public, driven, and it's based on the oh, the Patriots beat the Chiefs. Everybody was thinking, oh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. A lot of people like the Chiefs. New England beats them, so now everybody's thinking, oh boy, we were wrong on New England here. Uh, they got it to get to get it done now against the LA Rams. I think the LA Rams. I don't know. This is this is a team that, and everybody's going to say too with the LA Rams. You know, the anti-Rams argument is going to be they don't belong here. They're here because of a pass interference that wasn't called against the new orleans saints a a call that if it was made saints run the clock down rams don't have timeouts to stop the clock will lutz comes in for a chip shot field goal and new orleans is playing in this game not the la rams i'm sure some some sentiment to that in the flock of money that's come in on the new england oh wait
4: wait we got more it's coming guys chris andrews just tweeted he's over at south point somebody just walked in and bet three hundred thousand on the rams money line here it comes. Here it comes. They've waited. Yep. The Ram money. Like, this thing, it's, all oh, you wait till Sunday, but you can't really. It's like, we got I mean, not this much money. Guys, you're anxious. You want to get it over with, right? You got the 300K man in a briefcase. It's like, give me the damn ticket. You give me the ramp ticket. And I think what it is, guys, let's be real. The Sharp guys and these guys, the floodgates are open right now. I think they realize it ain't getting to three and I'm gonna be the first big guy to bet the Rams right now. I'm getting in before something gets stupid. We talked about this earlier, Babano, before you joined us. It hit two in New York today. I thought that was interesting. Where everyone was like, oh, well, it hit three. No, no. FanDuel in New York went to two today, Babano. Like we saw this, and they, there's big the dude, there's big money bet at that place in at the Metal They took guys like serious type stuff. And they were at two. I'm telling you, man, the wise guy money is on the LA Rams in this game, man. Johnny Public's been betting their $50 and $100 and Final on Brady this and Belichick that. Guys with real money are betting the Rams.
6: And that's the difference with the Super Bowl and a lot of regular season games. Public money influences the movement in the line more in the Super Bowl than it does at any point a point during the NFL regular season. And the big bettors, Sorry, I'm sure. Sorry, man. I was going to say,
4: how many drink tickets, guys, you get for the 300 $1.5 1500000 you better get yeah. a sweet, because you, know, you know sports bettors? You get no love. You bet $1.5 million at the back rat table, you have free rooms for a year. Oh, I know. Um, or life, like, essentially. You bet one point. I can see it, Cam. You and me, we put 300 over at Circus Circus. Ah, yeah, here's 12 drink tickets, guys. Enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah, just 300 k It's so true, man. Sports bettors. They better send today. you, like, a quarter pound of cocaine, um, like a big, like, garbage bag full of weed and six hookers. I bet $1.5 million. I want some services back. And I'm not talking about a buffet.
2: Wouldn't mind one, though. Hang in there, Babano. Show and ask your question. The number is 844 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day.
4: Decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio. Super Bowl 53 countdown is on. We'll keep our eye on, on the uh, these big bets that keep on coming in. Normally, I don't really care about this stuff, but it's like political polls, right? It, it justifies us liking the Rams, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hi, 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 hey, hi. Man. like if somebody, hey. if you told me uh, one million dollar bet on a Pats, I'd be like, I don't care. It's probably some rich guy. It doesn't matter. Then I mean, yeah, I remember I was at I was at the area city center one night, and it was during bowl season. And uh, some dude walked in, and he bet 40000 cash on, uh, on the Texas Longhorns in a bowl game. And everyone sort of noticed, because there's a lot of money, right? Like, he's standing there, and, like, he, he had stacks of cash cut. He took it out of his jacket, like, stacks of 10 k like, bam, bam. And they're running through the money machine. So he kind of noticed that. So everyone's like, who's he on? Who'd he take? And it was like, oh, Texas. And I asked the dude at the book after. I said, Hey, who is that guy? Is he, you know, did you guys move the number? Or is he sharp? And they said, No, nah, he's just a rich tourist from Texas. <laughs> right. I was saying, it was no, the best one, if you remember years ago, better too, in the Houston Astro LA Dodger World Series two years ago. Uh, you know, if you recall, it was all over the gambling sites and stuff all day. That basically, like $3 million had come in uh, on the Dodgers. Uh, throughout the day. And they were like, it's the money guy and there's a syndicate and a cartel and what's going on. It was a dude that promised free mattresses in Houston. If the Astros ever won the World Series, and they did, and he was on the hook for $5 million in mattresses. Remember, Cam, we talked about it. He was a smart guy. guy. He got on a plane. He went to Vegas. So he bet <laughs> like $3 million. Smart man. Yeah, he bet $3 million on the Astros to get the money, like, to hedge, basically. Covering his ass? Yeah, because he already paid for an insurance policy. So it was just funny, like, covers in Vegas, Insider, everyone's freaking out. And Don Bast, oh, my God, who is this? Who is this guy? Mysterious. And there were rumors. It's a syndicate of sharp guys from Asia. It was a mattress guy from Houston. that had money trying to hedge his bet for the mattresses. <laughs> Smart. All right, we got can think of
6: worse game plans than betting against the LA Dodgers recent playoff history that's for sure
4: yeah yeah well, no kidding um uh, well said as a Dodger fan it hurts but yeah yeah um
6: he's right it hurts but you got to be true
4: yeah well it's like the Raptors Raptors Dodgers the same thing
1: I'm done with the Raptors yeah don't bring them up anymore Marantz. it's really starting to piss me off that was a big parlay. I could have really used that, that money in New York, and Lackadaisical, y'all. pathetic gotta,
4: performance last night. No I gotta effort you, at all. I'm
1: going to buy you a – you know, i got to get a carton of smoke, some liquors and stuff like that. Like, I could have just dropped down 100 like like it was nothing. Now I'm, uh, here we go, dip into the wallet again. <laughs> ching,
6: ching, ching. You know what? It's no wonder these morons south of the border, Stephen A. and Skip Bayless and guys like this think the Raptors suck every year because every time we go on national TV, we don't get it done. Yeah, they're and they're, like, like, going six, six on TV it. now this year. So. Yeah.
4: It's pathetic. No excuses. Too. They're at home. Like I'm tired of the excuses. You, know, you I, talked about it. Chemistry
1: problems, man. Leonard oh, yeah. and Lowry. They don't. Like look they never right play together. together. They don't play enough. It's it's a it's a it's a gong show. Nick Nurse better figure this out quick. Nick Nurse needs to
4: get more aggressive and meaner too. Yeah, it's Too another- much smiling and just like oh, okay. Like anyways, back to the Super Bowl here. So, so yeah. So the money's coming in on all right. Money's coming in on the um, on the Rams here. The total is another story. Now, listen, Tony Romo, guys, has been legendary this year with his sort of predictions and his Kremlin like uh, um, predictions, play calls. But so he was, he's doing the game. So he didn't want to give a pick. But he was asked at the the press conference, what does he think of the game and his analysis? And he actually got very detailed about how he thinks it's going to go. And he's pretty confident, though, you know, the score. He says 28 24. Because I'm not going to say who I think is going to win. I'm doing a game, but I think it's a 28-24 game, and it's going to come right down to the last like possession type thing. So he said the team that'll lose will have the ball, but they won't score. Down 28-24. You know the Patriots and the Seahawks played a 28-24. I can't bet the under. Five of the last six Super Bowls have gone over. We live in a over society now in the NFL. But I think it's going to be close, guys. But Bano, I don't think it skyrockets over the number though. I think it gets there, but barely.
6: Yeah, we live in an over society across all across sports right now, across all sports. It's NHL's been that way. NBA's had a lot of overs this year. NFL continues to trend to higher scoring. It's been everywhere. Uh, and, you know, these are two offenses that have the capability of moving the ball well enough to put up big points. But they're going to have to be efficient, Marenzi, in this game. And here's why. They're going to have to get in the red zone and score touchdowns, not score field goals. But that's even more important in this game because – these two teams, if you've been watching them down the stretch of the regular season and the playoffs from a pace perspective, they're not going at a fast pace. Not the, the Rams did early in the season. I remember early in the season, first half of the season, first three quarters, they'd get a couple first downs, they'd speed up the tempo a little bit, and run no huddle, run a little hurry up. Uh, Sean McVay did a lot less of that late in the regular season and into the playoffs. He didn't do that quite as much. And from a New England standpoint with their offense – they have been draining the play clock right down to five, ten seconds left. A run-heavy offense, methodical, six, seven, eight-minute drives. That's been the MO for New England offensively here in recent weeks. It's a high total. I, I have nothing on this total to be honest. What I'm going to do is hope for a lower-scoring start, and that's what I think is going to happen. I would prefer the first half under than the full game under. Maybe at a low point, if we get that sort of ten-seven. Near the end of the first half, type of score, maybe things open up in the second half. It's correlated with a prop that I bet every year. Gabe in the Super Bowl is second half plus overtime to be the higher scoring half. Yeah. Uh, I bet that every year. I bet it again this year. It's fifteen uh, four and
4: one. Fifteen four and one. The last uh, twenty Super Bowls.
6: Now that's a portfolio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now that's a very good long-term track record. That's not something where it's just recent. That's not something where, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a little uh, blip on the radar. That is a long-term track record that's been pretty consistent in the Super Bowl, The the games have gotten higher scoring as the game progresses. This is one of those games where I could definitely see that happening.
4: All right, um, so let's jump in. Let's jump into some props. Talk about uh, that prop. I, I gave him more today. I did a video the other day where we gave uh, 12 props, as uh, crazy as it is, <laughs> for FanDuel. Um, but you know, we got another video we did today, so I added a few more. Kind of ones that have already been discussed a bit, but I'll repeat them, and we'll go through them all before we're done here. But uh, new ones today we gave. All right, so Todd Gurley, first touchdown of the game, plus 700. You know what I find interesting about this too, Cam? You talk about reading between the numbers, and we know, okay, we're reading between the numbers with the point spread in the game. Earlier in the week... And we were on it. We we're saying Todd Gurley, MVP of the game, great value, 16 to 1. You know, it was Brady, Goff, and then it had dropped all the way to, to Gurley. And both you and I said, man, Gurley, you know, normally would be plus 250, plus 400, but because yeah, of the health. Pops. Well, now suddenly, guys, he's plus 750, plus 800 to be the MVP. This isn't, once again, this isn't Johnny Public betting $5 on this prop. All right? Oh, and that they got flooded. They didn't even move the number when they're taking millions of dollars of bets in the game. You think they're going to freak out because they took a couple of bets on Todd Gurley to be the MVP? Johnny Public doesn't even think Todd Gurley's going to play well in this game. You know what it shows me behind the scenes? Cam and Babano, they think he's better. And they always know. I'm telling you, the fact, I guarantee you, the the, the odds makers heard, oh, shit, Gurley's actually healthier, man. He's going to play He's going to play well. They cut that in half to eight to yep. one. They wouldn't cut it in half unless they're like, yeah, yeah, he's playing. Like, they, and they, you know I mean? He's, 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 happened, he's, he's better than that. But Cam, listen, the, yep. the first touchdown of the game, when he was MVP at 16 to one, the first touchdown of the game was plus 700. He's now MVP eight to one. First touchdown Trump's of the 68. game, plus 700. Exactly. It hasn't changed. I see a little bit of value here. And I said earlier in the week, I think Todd Gurley's going to get a first touchdown of the game, guys. Plus 700. And and another thing, Babano, before we go in, remember this,
1: Gabe. Remember that game, Seattle-Denver, that Super Bowl? And a lot of people got rich on uh, first play of the game, safety, ball right over Peyton Manning's head, all that stuff. And they used to post crazy numbers for that stuff. The books are smart. They look at the props and player props and go, what can happen? Where's our liability? And when Todd Gurley was listed at 16-1, to some really smart people probably didn't go, you know, like they're smashing these things for dimes now, not like 50 bucks, a hundred bucks. When you're seeing 10 to 12 points of value from a running back, that should be four or five to one to 16 to one. Some people got some crazy numbers.
4: Todd Gurley, 16 to one. Hell, I'd bet him at 61. If he had one leg, Babano. Yeah, but now I'm not in. Now I'm not in Babano MVP at eight to one, even though it's still not bad value, but I like that first touchdown I like that first touchdown at plus 700 Babano, Todd Gurley.
6: Well, the thing, too, about uh, – exactly. the Todd Gurley, from what I've – first of all, with Todd Gurley, from what everything I've heard, he's going to be fine. He's going to be ready to go. He's practiced well. He's looked fine. Yeah, this and, and,
4: and, and but man, they're going to give him the ball early, too, to see if he can go, right, when it first drives. Here you go, Todd. Just do your thing.
6: Yeah, and as we get closer to game day, and I said the other night that I, I'm really staying out of running back props, and I probably still am going to stay out of them, but uh, I'm definitely less – uh, more reluctant, I should say, uh, to go with C.J. Anderson uh, upon hearing all this news that Gurley's looking good in practice. Yep. Uh, he's probably going to be able to make that impact. So uh, that's good news certainly for the Rams. And, Cam, you mentioned the safety prop. The safety and the overtime props are worth talking about. The, will the game go to overtime? Yep. Will there be a safety? You're not getting the value to bet yes anymore with those two. Not that's even close exactly this year compared to the books got crushed you know, on the safety props in multiple Super Bowls over the last three, four years. That, with that safety happening, there's, it's happened more than once the last few years. Three of the last four, if I'm not mistaken. Overtime with the Atlanta game going to overtime a couple years ago. They got crushed by the, even just the few yes bets that the game yep. would go to overtime. They got hit, hurt by it. You're just not getting that yes plus price value with the overtime prop or the safety prop this year compared to years past because of that.
4: What other props? And you know what? We got Clam Chowder. Hold on, though. Hang in there, chowder, because we're going to a break in a minute. We'll get you in on the other side uh, here. I know you're on hold uh, earlier, and uh, hey, you're, you're, the, you're, you're the you are the Patriots clam chowder. Um, you know, before uh, clam chowder was clam chowder in the early days, he called the show like just like sixteen, seventeen years ago. He was Chris from uh, Pats Nation.
1: <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Pats Nation, <laughs> amazing.
4: Yeah, you know. The, the Patriots should have been ordered to wear the nice old school helmets. I agree.
1: I wouldn't hate them so much. I'd love them if they were the old. Yeah, it'd helmets. be harder to hate
4: them. They really would I be. Agree. Like the red jerseys and this. Now they can go F themselves. <laughs> Game time decisions continue. So we'll get more props from a battle clam chowder's coming
3: up.
4: and J. Trump on Twitter, Supreme Overlord of the Garden, tweets, to the millions of Knicks fans, I make this promise on behalf of my administration, we will make the Knicks respected again, we will make the Knicks proud again, we will make the Knicks winners again, and we will make the Knicks great again, it's a great great, uh, Twitter follow. Um, also tweets, the real story here is I should be looking into the leaking of classified information on important trade deals. Find the leakers now. Leakers. uh, Dolan J. Trump. Um, All right. Uh, We're with Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, but let's bring in Clam Chowder right now. Let's uh, bring in uh, Clam Chowder because he's patient and I know he's a fan of uh, Babano's as well. Clam Chowder, Chris Patriot Nation, the legend, the Sports Rage Hall of Famer, Clam Chowder, what's up in the Clam Bowl? Hey, hey, how it
7: doing? How it doing? How it doing? Clambo, 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 and bobano. <laughs> the Tony Romo, hey, yeah, look alike, and uh, yeah, what's in the kitchen? Cameron Stewart, Marvelous Gabriel Lawrence, hey, let's do it.
4: You see, I don't know if you see, Chowder. I got the old school. Uh, remember the old, nice Patriot helmet. Yeah. I can't put it on. That'd yeah, be sacrilegious. The
7: Minuteman. The Minuteman.
4: The, the minute yeah, there, there, he is. There, he's looking. He's got. A, he looks drunk. To his face, you get a close up. He looks drunk.
7: <laughs>
4: drunk and angry. Yeah,
7: he, he, he looks more angry. There you go, man. He, so hey, we got
4: Babano on the line. Say hello to Babano, Chowder. You know hey, Babano.
7: Babano, 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 Babano. Romo, man. When he gets sick, you can
4: check in for him. You got Whitney the Kitten and uh, Romo Babano with us.
7: Clam Chowder, yeah, how you doing? How you CBS. doing? How you doing? <laughs> I know it. say Babano, man. I miss you, buddy.
6: I miss you, too. It's been a while, Clam Chowder. Hope you're doing well. Are you excited for Sunday? Looking for Super Bowl number six? Hey, hey, hey Sunday, man. And...
7: In our house, we have lentil soup not only for Super Bowl, we have it anytime. No, you
4: don't. You have clam oh, chowder. You don't lentil eat su- lentil soup. Lent- chowder. 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 Even I don't
7: endorse soup. No, the Greeks, we eat lentil soup, dudes. We have lentil soup as a regular meal. Oh, yeah, you're with down with lentil soup, huh? All right. Oh, he keeps his, oh, yeah, uh, good figure extra love with, with extra virgin olive oil and vinegar and
4: lots of garlic, man. <laughs> sounds like a spell pretty strong there, Cam. Man. Like strong, garlic, very vinegar, strong. <laughs>
1: lots of garlic, man. And vinegar. <laughs> And vinegar, too? And And oil. Extra virgin olive oil?
4: What a a dish. All right, Chowder. So listen, you know me. You're going to call us. We're going to be on me and Cam at 3 o'clock before the game Sunday. We're going to be here all day leading into the game. We're going to be watching the game live on the air here.
7: Oh, wow, man. Now that I'm gone, everything is working on Sunday. Jesus, wow.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just that one Sunday. Well, you can call us. We'll be on from three till six, and then the game will be on. We'll be watching the game. But so, uh, what's your prediction, Chatter? Earlier in the week, you said uh, you said thirty-one uh, twenty-seven or thirty twenty-seven. Then the next day, you said thirty-four twenty-one. So uh, now is it thirty-seven
7: thirty-four? No, 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 no.
4: Thirty-four thirty-one. Thirty-four thirty-one for who? Who? <laughs>
7: Hey, <laughs> clambo, clambo, clambo! Who are you the fonz, my hey. Hey. hey? My New England
4: Patriots,
7: my New England Patriots, man! Uh, yeah, Hogan is gonna have a big game, and uh, yeah, yeah, White is gonna be unstoppable.
4: You know what, Hogan's heroes? I'm betting over two and a half receptions for him. I like it.
6: A clamp Chowder, my James White prop bets are hoping you're Yeah, right yeah, everybody's yeah. looking for like
7: uh, Edelman, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Hogan is the unsung hero. He's going to come through, and he's going to do it in the first quarter, too.
4: You know, uh, Babano, you and I talked about it, uh, Hogan. It's two and a half, but it's like minus 160 and stuff. Might be uh, three my, at some spots. three and a half, Gabe. Like, Up I'm to telling, three and a half.
1: Now. Yeah, I'm not betting it at three and a half. I got to find it two and a half and pay the juice. You better click on that now. It's going to three regular juice. I'm telling yeah, you, it's you getting like it, get it now. Oh, I'm telling you, it's real. It's uh, three and a half on two of my books, and I shop around. People like Hogan.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was flying under the radar two and a half before. That's what happens. Yeah. I yeah, sure as hell yes. would trust
6: hope. Hey, what do you think Maroon, Maroon 5
7: is going to gonna have an a, 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 a,
4: a, unfunctional wardrobe there? I hope not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope they have an unfunctional van on the way to the stadium before the <laughs> game. What, they have two rappers? Dude, Maroon 5 suck, bro. They shouldn't be playing. Maroon, Maroon 5 should be playing a bar mitzvah somewhere. <laughs>
6: so I guess the rappers are going to take over.
4: <laughs> yeah, the rappers—they've so. already taken over the music scene. Why not?
6: <laughs> they can't sing. We don't want them to rap. And end
7: Clyde's night without the pips.
4: Yeah, where are the pips? Of best America. Where are the pips? Uh, the pips are six feet under, Gabe. They're gone, huh? Uh,
1: but they should get some new pips, younger pips. That's what they do. Like all all, all those bands, you got to You got yeah, yeah some blood. younger Pip Junior. Pips Jr. Gladys Knight and the Pips Jr.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Chatter. So um Um try to call in Sunday. We'll be here Monday as well. Where are you watching the game? Are you gonna be watching it at home or are you gonna go out? No,
7: nah, nah, home,
4: home, so I don't I don't have to uh uh
7: push around to get into the can, you know. <laughs> I take my time, yeah. I yell out, I, I throw I throw throw my uh, uh, underwear all over the place, you know? Your underwear. It's clambo, clambo fever. All to myself, the uh, phone's going to be off the hook.
4: Literally? You take the phone off the hook. I like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 uh, yeah, yeah.
7: No calls. No calls here on Sunday.
4: Clam Chowder gets it. I like that, that you need to be, you need quick access to the bathroom. Yeah, to ba- it's like actually a great. And you noise. want it's to like throw your bar. underwear around. <laughs> nothing. And I've hosted things in bars. You're right, Moran. Things get a little bit tricky on the
1: Super Bowl. A lot of shots are being done. Different dips, as we talk about foods. You don't need
4: to be clogged up in the can. I like a quick access. So what are you, you going to eat? What are you going to eat on Sunday, chowder?
7: It, it's it's not going to be the uh, mainstream uh, uh Super Bowl stuff. It's going to be a lo- lot of Greek stuff, a L- lot of yeah uh, 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 saucy stuff, uh, 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 souvlaki and uh, lamp, uh, yeah, yeah, souvlaki, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. That's
4: alright
7: L- Lots of stuff in the oven. Every-
4: going to make. Everyone likes uh, souvlaki. Oh, and you all Uzo. day, baby. How about
7: a
6: shot of Uzo, clamp Chowder? A shot of Uzo.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember to put some water, Bobano, or you're going to be become, not Tony Romo, you're going to become a, a, a Bubba Smith. <laughs> 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 and and my Gabriel Morenzi, uh, throwing the underwear around, just picture Homer when he runs around with,
4: With no underwear. So what do you do? Like, you're wearing, like, you're wearing, like, white sort of, like, hanes and then, like, things get crazy and you rip them off and you start throwing them? Or are you wearing, like, underwear and you got another pair of underwear in your hand and you're waving it around like a towel?
7: (laughs) Basically, everything, man. I don't care for any clothes on Sunday. I don't care for any calls on Sunday. (laughs) It, It...
4: it's so, Crambo, You're, you're cramble. sitting there. You're sitting there in your underwear on Sunday. He's a phone's off. You don't want to hear anything. And you need when you got to take a dump. You got to take a dump. Oh,
7: the, the dump. Plenty of space around, man. A lot of lot of freezing weather out there.
6: No problem. <laughs>
4: all right, uh, all right, Bubba I've been,
7: Smith.
6: I've been, I've been I've been around a lot of mum side of my family's Greek. Ah, uh, clam chowder. So I know what they what what the ritual is. Get ready for some souvlaki, some gyro, some tzatziki Yeah, sauce. yeah, get done the this, man. Hey, get How's the Bulldog doing. Uh, bulldogs doing? Ah, bulldogs. bulldogs are having a down year. Bulldogs are. They had their run they to the Memorial Cup last all year. Right, now uh, all right. All yeah.
4: right. Super Bowl week. All right, Chowder. Take us out here, Chowder. Later,
6: buddy. Uh, Alright, Super
7: Bowl, Super Bowl, anybody catch the Super Bowl, 34-31 for my passing. Yes, us oh, hammer have a great of my secret. Creepy souls. Keep on clanching out the ring. Feel the passion. Take care, Bobano. Tony Romo, Winston, The Kits, and Kevin Seward. Marvelous Gabriel Moritz. Keep it here. It's always real. On Fantasy Sports Network. Sports Wow,
4: that Rav- oh, yeah. boy. Wow. Well done, bro. That is some excellent. Of his best material. He's got his mojo back, right? Wow. With the extras. sure does, man. Yeah.
1: That's why, yeah. Gabe. He wears that costume around. That's why he's got to be like a nudist on Sunday. That that
4: suit weighs a lot. I like that yeah. he's he's honest about it, right? And, and we've all I been agree. there too. I've I've watched football in my underwear before. I watch Sunday. Of yeah, you just get up. You're like you hate it's very the world. Freeing. You order yeah. pizza. You put you put <laughs> track pants off for a minute. You're sitting there. Track pants, baby, underwear. That's. Perfect party gear. I like how he said. I see he goes. Nah, nah. I like. Uh, I like to use the bathroom, and uh, I like to throw my underwear.
6: <laughs>
4: Man, whatever floats your boat. Man, I wish we could pay money, like pay per view, to see Chowder. Like, imagine having a camera in his apartment, like him. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. He'd be like, come on, he'd be waving these tidy whiteies.
6: <laughs> Get clam chowder on Big Brother. That would be awesome.
4: Yeah. All right, uh, Babano, So. <laughs> Well, but, you, you had a couple of interesting defensive props. Why don't you share your two interesting defensive props with people now?
6: Yeah, we do. Uh, two Rams uh, that we bet. We bet Corey Littleton over eight and a half solo and assisted tackles. We, and Mark Barron for the LA Rams. Five and, well. and a half. I like for
4: the Mike. La- I'm half. on the Barron one. I'm going to go Mark Barron over, too. I like both of them.
6: Yeah, because you got two linebackers here for the Rams, and they're going to be covering and asked to cover and tackle and be in on stops on the things that the Patriots, I think, are going to do a lot of in this game run the football, short passing game. That's going to be a big time part of what the Patriots do, in my opinion, and who's the. Players that would stop those kind of plays and are very good at stopping those kind of plays on the defensive side of the football for the Rams. Corey Littleton, who had 12 total tackles last week or two weeks ago against the Saints in the NFC title game. Mark Barron's been active in the playoffs. He's been in on a lot of those stop the run, short passing game, get in with some tackles, be active, high volume tackles on those kind of plays. I think Littleton and Barron go over their solo and assisted tackles props on Sunday.
4: Interesting, interesting. I'm going to see if uh, FanDuel Sportsbook uh, has this. They've got all kinds of – this is kind of a simple one. And sometimes, you know what, you got to keep it simple, stupid, and that's what we're going to do here. FanDuel has uh, quarterback uh, to pass for the most yards. Tom Brady, minus 130, Jared Goff, plus 100. I like both these guys to go over their respective numbers, but Tom Brady threw for 505 yards in the Super Bowl last year. Against the Atlanta Falcons two years ago, he threw for 436 yards. I mean, Tom Brady in in, in two playoff games, guys, in bad weather, he threw for like 344 and 360 or whatever. He's going to go way over his 287. He always does. And Jared Goff is not going to throw for 380 yards. Even like when – even when the Rams are doing well, Goff is more of a 17-25 to guy, Cam. Even in a Cowboy game, he was like 14-26 to or something – but he's good for a couple of big plays. I like Goff. I, I think he's good, but he's not a mass-volume guy. Like, Brady dinks and dunks, and it's constant. All right, hang yep. in here, Babano. We're going to we'll give you a, one quick two-minute segment on the way out. We'll give the floor to Babano, and we'll get all of Babano's final thoughts and picks for Super Bowl 53, or hell, maybe tonight's college basketball or NBA card. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Networks.
2: show and ask your question the number is 844-84-FNTSY that's 844-843-6879 the Fancy sports radio network your free fantasy source 24 hours a day
4: Got a couple of minutes uh here literally infinitely before the six o'clock update. that Cam does so uh, well. So uh Babano's our guest. You can find his picks uh over at uh, rightwager.com. That's rightwager.com. All right, Babano, the floor is yours. You got a couple of minutes left on the way out uh here. Um you see so like the two defensive uh props. You talked about it uh, with Littleton over in uh tackles, assisted tackles, solo tackles, uh Barron. Over Littleton's eight and a half, Barons five and a half. More points scored in the second half. I think we're both in agreement on this one. And you and I talked earlier. We're taking a little bit of a different approach on it, but I'm sure Cam. I think you like the. I think you're on my side on this one. But will there be a? Um, so there's a bet. Will there be a two point, an attempted two point conversion in the game? Yes. A lot of people like that one, but that's like minus one ten, minus one fifteen, or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Then you've got. Will there be a successful? two-point conversion in a game, plus 275. That's the one I'm going to roll the dice on, guys. I say yes, there will be a successful two-point conversion, Babano.
6: Yeah, quickly, Cam needs a raise in his salary because he did a great job with those updates. That was incredible, Cam. Way to go, job well done. Uh, Robert Thank Woods you. over five-and-a-half receptions, over six-and-a-half receiving yards in this game. I think Robert Woods is the guy that Goff will go to in the receiving game. Uh, if you're looking at wide receivers, uh, I like that one. Uh, we'll go quick here. I like the uh, two-point conversion attempt prop. Uh, It was plus price when I got it. It's more to even money now. If you like that prop, bet it sooner rather than later because I think that price is going to keep getting worse and uh, closer to kickoff. So yeah, the two-point conversion prop. I like the Rams to convert a fourth down, which is yes, minus 110. Look, we've seen Sean McVay do it time and time again. He goes for it on fourth down, fake punts in his own territory. Johnny Hecker – We've seen it. He can throw a football. He's capable of doing it. I like that prop a lot. Rams to convert a fourth down. Yes, minus 110. Uh, I like over one and a half interceptions in the game. Brady, if he can throw an interception against the Chiefs and their putrid defense, he can throw an interception here against the Rams, especially with Tlaib back. And I think Jared Goff, it's uh, it's crazy to think he can throw uh, an interception in his first Super Bowl, big stage like this, over one and a half interceptions for me as well. And Johnny Hecker, we talked about, him Uh, over uh, 37 and a half yards with his punt shortest punt I think he's he's a boomer and I think he has long punts his shortest punt over 37 and a half yards
4: Ian Cameron aka Babano you can follow him on Twitter at Babano thanks for the time uh, Babano enjoy the big game you can find him over at rightwager.com
6: good luck everybody game
4: time decisions continues